dad had brought in a, a little four-year-old that was bitten by a snake. So, oh. and every, you know, dad had done all the right things. It was lovely bandaged and working with on this little girl with a snake bite and, um, she, we had to give the anti-venom for that little one. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, basically then the doctors have gone, oh, I wish we knew what sort of snake it was. And Dad just turns around and goes, oh, it's in the car. Hello and welcome to a Nurse Outwear podcast. My name is Danielle Corza and I have been a rural and remote nurse for most of my career. I created this podcast as an opportunity to explore and celebrate and perhaps spark some interest in rural and remote nursing. Each week we will meet with some of the extraordinary nurses who live and work in rural and remote areas across Australia as they tell their story about all that is beautiful and unique to rural and remote nursing. So join with me as we explore the stories from a nurse out where. Hi everyone, welcome to the next episode of A Nurse Out Where. Now my next guest has, has been nursing worldwide. She's been a registered nurse for 16 years after completing her university as a mature age student. Uh, she started her nursing career at Grafton Base Hospital in the emergency department and while working at Grafton uh, she gained experience in infection prevention and control, after hours manager and relieving nurse unit manager of the emergency department. She took 12 months leave without pay to experience working in another emergency department and her plan was to do some short contracts over the 12 months on the leave without pay. She first went off to Nepal as a volunteer nurse in the emergency department over there and then returned to Alice Springs, Catherine and Nullumboy in East Arnhem Land. It then come time that her 12 months was up and she needed to return to Grafton or resign from her permanent job. Now she knew that she wanted to continue working in rural and remote and exploring Australia So she resigned from that permanent job. She continued to work on mercy ships as a paediatric nurse. And now she currently works as an agency nurse, which has been challenging with the COVID restrictions, but she firmly believes that nursing is a profession that you can work in many places and many areas. Welcome, Wendy Jackson. How are you? Good, thanks, Danielle. How are you? Thank you. It was a nice little introduction. (laughs) It was a beautiful introduction. It's all about you. (laughs) It is, it is. Um, yeah, no, it's great to have you on board. And, uh, and thank you for asking me. I'm happy to share my story. I think you've got lots of stories to share and, and I, I can't even imagine how you're going to answer the first question about, you know, to finish the sentence, I'm a nurse out where, what would you say? Okay, so, well, oh, I've been, yeah, like I, said, like I said, I've been decided to do this travelling and with that I've, now, like it started off, it's only going to be 12 months and yeah, just got that, I guess that feel for it. And, and it's just, it's almost nine years. So I've worked across Australia in Queensland, Northern Territory, Western Australia, New South Wales, and has also had the privilege to go um, overseas and work on mercy ships in Nepal as well as volunteer nursing. So yep, that big decision has been very beneficial and I'm very pleased and proud of everything I've achieved and then in the places I've gone you know Australia is an amazing place and I've got to see a fair bit of it from from making this decision yeah 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 and it must have been a fairly nerve-wracking decision you know a lot of people will hang on to that permanent permanent position because they're too scared of what what might happen yeah exactly and it was fairly brave 
it was a brave big decision yeah because when you're when you know I was you know, I was, you know 46 single mum and just I was like well this is the time this is a chance um and I didn't want my nursing career to be just in one one hospital one place so like I said I thought I was going for 12 months and then yeah here I am now I look at um all the places I've been and yeah, do not regret one second of it at all. So, yeah. <laughs> but it was scary at the start, but yeah, now I'm like an old hat at it and <laughs> <laughs> just get in and go. Just get in and go. Yeah. So, so what, you know, you said in your bio um, that it was it was kind of time for you to leave uh, the area that you worked in mm. for so long. Why did you think rural and remote nursing? Why did you? What got your interest there? Well, like I don't know why, because Alice Springs was the first place I had, had picked and I, I don't even know why now it's just like right I'm gonna go to Alice you know picked Alice Springs and it was from there where I got that oh well I'll go when that contract was finishing I thought oh, I'll go to Catherine because you know obviously about the hospitals nearby in NT and then from Catherine then I'll go I remember when I went to Nullamboy I had um, rung the unit manager to see if she had any contracts and she said oh no I've only got you know, have to sign up for 12 months. And I said, oh, no, I couldn't possibly go for 12 months. So, and then she must, I didn't even, hadn't even set my CV, but she contacted me, you know, a few months later and said, what are you doing now? And I said, oh, I'm about to go in back, still at Catherine. Anyway, so she had basically offered with the relocation for me to, I was only going in to fill in, though I was obviously very short. So, um, yeah, just relocated from Catherine to, out to Nullumboy to work at Gove Hospital and yeah loved it and stayed I stayed over two years there and it was that's a that's a very amazing place to work um, yeah. with the hospital and um the um, indigenous health and you know I'd go back there in a heartbeat so yeah it was good <laughs> <laughs> and fun like with um and everywhere I've been there's been you know, obviously other nurses that are doing the same thing so there's also that that social aspect of you know you're doing different things you know there's no nightclubs or things to go out to so you're making your own fun with you know, with the other nurses and staff that you're working with so yeah and I guess when you when you travel around with work a bit you end up bumping into people that you've worked with before exactly yes <laughs> when I was at um because I've been to Mackay and Cairns emergency departments and then went to Thursday Island and then it turned around the next day and he's yeah three other nurses that I've worked both at Mackay and Cairns and here we are the four four of us you know working together in at Thursday Island plus managed to get time off so we could go exploring so yeah done the whole tip of Australia and stayed at Roco Island so not only do you get the benefits of you know seeing Australia but you know you've got other you know colleagues that you can still have fun with out of work so yeah good yeah very good yeah, nice. <laughs> very cool how, how fortunate that they all arrived at, at the same time I know we didn't need to see and I'm not on Facebook so I don't know I don't sort of keep in touch you know with everyone all the time so yeah it was just it was a lovely surprise like, oh, I worked with you in Mackay I worked yeah, with you in Cairns yeah so you do you do get and then some um because Alice Springs was my first contract and then uh that was in 2013 and then when I went over to Broome yeah so there was quite a few nurses there that I had met at Alice Springs that were all over there doing um working or living as well so I think some are still there so so yeah got to catch up with with them again and that that was great as well so yeah yeah, yeah cool very it's cool Australia's quite, quite big but you're still in this profession you still get to cross paths again <laughs> yeah yeah that's and particularly you know 
um, once you get into that rural and remote, that's a really mm. tight knit little, yeah, little community group. Exactly, little, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's where you learn of where where to go, like the other nurses go, I'll go here. And, and, and you know, even me talking about where I've been and other nurses will go, oh, you know, I should go there or I might go there. And so, yeah, it's always good to promote all these places just in a normal discussion because it makes other nurses go, oh, I might go and try that. And, and they do. So it's good. Yeah. 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 Look, in all of your years of experience and travelling, have you got a fond memory or a funny tale to tell, you know, maintaining confidentiality, of oh, course, okay. but have you got a story to share? The, oh, I was going to sort of think, thinking about this because I've lots, got lots of stories, but one that I'm, when I was at a place, I won't say sort of where or anything, obviously, but I was working a night duty and the first, this particular night, first night one was... Um, a patient was coming in obviously it was a trauma with a firework and um, they said you know loss of fingers and whatnot so of course you know we head down as I couldn't wait to get my head in to see why you know some of us nurses love that whole trauma stuff don't we just mm-hmm. looking yeah. yep. so <laughs> I couldn't wait to get my head because it was like you get the phone call so nothing's like just comes in five minutes it's always sort of oh it's going to be an hour down the track because some ambulances had to you know, meet it halfway or something. So you have got that time. So, of course, we're chatting. Oh, I wonder what it'll be like, da, 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 da. So, yeah, I was, you know, the first one there and head down, bum up with that. And then the next, dealt with that one. But the next night, because I was working with the same nurse and the same doctor, and it was um, dad had brought in a, a little four-year-old that was bitten by a snake. So, oh. and every, you know, dad had done all the right things. It was lovely bandaged and working with on this little girl with a snake bite. And um, she, we had to give the antivenom for that little one. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, basically then the doctors have gone, oh, I wish we knew what sort of snake it was. And dad just turns around and goes, oh, it's in the car. I'm like, oh, of course it, he killed it. So <laughs> not only has he... <laughs> <laughs> done the best first aid he slept, you know swooped up his daughter and brought her in plus managed to kill the snake and put that in the car well I don't it. I don't do wildlife so I'm just <laughs> like yep I'm out because they wanted to see what sort of snake because the doc because her blood so coags were actually yep. you know quite not not right and um the the doctor because the doctor had said I wish we knew what sort of snake it was and um of course your dad's gone oh it's in the car I'm like oh of course it is um yeah, I'm out while you do that because I cannot be looking at snakes. <laughs> so I got the other nurse to look after the little girl. Well, I went, I literally locked myself into the staff room. <laughs> I couldn't bear to look at it. And then came back out. And then the, when it was all finished and everything, the doctor's gone. You couldn't wait to get your head in that trauma, which was, you know, a pretty impressive trauma. And then, um, yeah, yeah, apparently it was only a, a little snake. I thought I don't yeah, know okay. how big it is. A snake's a snake. <laughs> Even yeah. though it was dead, I didn't want to, couldn't do it. So, yeah, I've got a massive phobia with snakes. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was quite a, too interesting. But that was the thing of where you, it might be like rural and remote, but you're still seeing some very interesting cases all the time. It's not, you know, boring. There's never a dull moment. So, yeah, you just, um, even though in the bigger hospitals, you've got, you're still getting the same sort of stuff. So, yeah, there's never sort of, a moment where there's not something exciting happening anyway so yeah from our perspective I think um I think it's interesting you know we're all we all we're all human after all and we all have our limitations and you know you say as you say you get head into the trauma but then turn around Mm. there's a snake I'm not going there I'm the same if I get anywhere near (laughs) Glenn 
any sort of, you know, oh. that, or it just brings me unstuck any it's, it's time. It's amazing how many nurses are like that. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that doesn't worry me one bit. Yeah, I could do yep. all the gruesome stuff at work, but yep. um, yeah, just the side of, just the word snake and that was, and yep. that was it for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. that was dead. You know, and, appa- uh, and apparently it was so little. And they're going, it's only tiny, don't care, don't care. No, it's, no, it's just no. like. <laughs> you know, I can, I can do the trauma, I can do the blood and guts, but, you know, if someone coughs a loogie on me, I'm out. <laughs> I wonder why that is because you hear that so much with um, nurses, isn't it? Yeah, and we do yeah. see lots of different things. So, yeah, mm. you wouldn't think that that is, but, yeah, that is a common thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, you've worked in all sorts of, you know, quite remote areas and even, you know, overseas in Nepal would have been quite challenging. How, mm. What are some of the things that you miss the most when you're in these areas? Uh, with the remote uh, like in Australia, that was. Um, I, I'm gonna say first that if you have, if you haven't got a car, that's I sort of miss that. If you haven't to, though, you can go exploring on your days off. So I do miss my car. Some places I've had a, had a vehicle, like when I drove to Broome, and I had a vehicle when I was at um at at Gove. But the other places, yeah, you don't you get flown in. So yeah, but you but yeah, I do miss my car. But the other thing is um, um shops just. Just, yeah, looking and wandering around shops because, you know, the towns might have obviously a supermarket and a bakery and a news agency, but, yeah, just that, you know, we like to just poke around shops. So that might be a silly thing, but I do. I know when I would come back home, I'd be just quite happy to wander around the shopping centre and just yep. just like, oh, my God, or you don't see an escalator or lifts there <laughs> for years and you come back and go, oh, my God. I forgot oh, how do I get on this thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's funny. Or just even though there might, it might be one place where you are, or a lot of places don't have even like a coffee shop or anything. So mm-hmm. you, just to go and sit or get a coffee. Um, where And also hospitals that have coffee shops. Yeah. That's, that's a rarity too. <laughs> so yes. yes. It's, you think you'd sort of take that for granted because like, you know, Grafton had the coffee shop and the first place was Alice Springs. And then, yeah, after that, there was nothing and I was like oh you'd kill for a coffee and then I said then some place might have a coffee van but then you mightn't get the break when the coffee van's there so yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah do miss those um just the simple things I think yeah yeah obviously yep. your family and friends but um it's always good to the phones there which is which is good a lot of the places god I'm you know I remember having the best phone service at um Thursday Island and the place I'm working at at the moment, the phone service, it's in Australia and it's appalling. Like I can't, you, it's hard to get um, contact with homes and that's actually in Australia. So also it's Thursday Island, but yeah. It's, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing. You're, you're exactly right. It's amazing the difference. It can be really hit and miss um, yeah. with telecommunications. Yes. And you haven't yeah. even left the state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> God, why is the phone reception so bad out here? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I have been to, you know, I didn't have any problems out at um, East Arnhem Land with phone service. And so when you're in that, you're thinking, oh, those remote places, you know, the phone service might be not great. But, yeah, the place I'm currently working in, yeah, no, it's it's terrible. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, you get you just, you roll with it. Yep. <laughs> Nothing you can yep. do about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you look after your own mental health when you're out in these locations? How do you look after yourself? So I like to, like, I like to do a daily walk. So when you when I get there, 
I try and figure out um, like a safe walking path because there's no you're not going to have gyms and stuff and until you sort of find your way and if it is very remote yeah those you not don't have gyms everywhere so I generally now just have a, a pattern of um, walking just finding a safe walking path so that I can you know before or after work do that that's my little wind down time and I might even um, you know take a little backpack include a walk and if the town's got a a coffee shop you know go and have a coffee and just sit in the park or something just to be away from those the accommodation quarters wherever you're staying just to just for me so to speak if I'm somewhere that's got you know might have a massage I always sort of like to treat myself to a massage so luxury there's yeah there's few and far between as well (laughs) it's it's usually with the um yeah when I'm yeah you sort of get back to civilization I suppose where, the, where there's shops <laughs> um I or yeah I suppose meeting other nurses um in the comment especially with the accommodation wherever you are there'll be there'll be other nurses there so we're all trying to find out who's off you know we have that whole social drinking aspect and and yep. that's always just good to chat and find out you know chat about each other's stories and things so and it's that is that is good for you um just to sit and chat, you know, you don't might miss your family and, and friends from home. So you're making friends along the way. So, yeah. yeah. And that's important yeah. just to have that interaction out of work as well. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. they're most likely going through the same things as well, you know, yeah. they're missing yeah. their family and, yeah. you know, yeah. looking for something to do to occupy their yeah. minds. So. Yeah. So, yeah. and whatever that's wherever that I am, it's, there's always some, you know, that, that tourist aspect, aspect to hmm. things to go and see and do. So you want to, you're making the most of where you are and, and what, what can you see when you're asking the people at work. And they always say, oh, you make sure you go and see this, go and see that. So even though you mightn't have a car, you might rally up. Um, I remember when I was at Alice Springs, we, I think yeah, three of us jumped in a car, we got a hire car and went out to Uluru and had the night out there and another another trip to Kings Canyon. So there's always lots of things to do. You don't just have to sit in your room and um, wait. So you just go out exploring, yeah. Yeah, cool. So yeah. that's what you would do to fill in your in your days off would be to go and explore the local yeah. area. Yes, definitely. Yeah, because you're not depend, especially with age. When I was at, you know, I went so I would go for the two years and then Broome for twelve months. Um, even then, Broome was a place that had so much happening all the time. So you'd be trying to figure out right who's off, what are we doing next, and like I think I said, there was a, you know. Um, polo cross on cable beach oh wow so so of course <laughs> yeah we were all going so we got our rosters sorted and whatnot and and that was that was amazing let's just to see that like I've never seen a polo game in my life but um here I am on, on cable beach with a bunch of nurses drinking in the sun um, watching time. watching this this polo cross and they, because of the tides they packed it up each day so it all revolved around the tides because the tides would come right up and it was yep. obviously when the tide was out yep set up this polo cross and um yeah went for the whole weekend and um yeah it was pretty impressive as in the, the stuff that they have over there to do you know social under this you know they get quite a few into town yep. um during the dry so and um yeah so that's yeah it's just the different things staircase to the moon over, over at Broome I'd never heard yeah. of that yeah because my I lived at um Roebuck Bay um that that was my back that was 
but I'd opened up the door and that there was staircase to the moon. So that wow. was so yeah, obviously every staircase to the moon it was you know drinks at my place so. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is quite spectacular so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so anyway and it's yeah. something that people seek out you know if people think about broom there's you know a few things on the bucket list for when they get there and mm. you know you were just kind of happened to be there and getting yeah. paid, getting paid and to I, be there. and that's it you're getting paid to be there and like I said it has so much to do and um and I learned not only am I, am I traveling and seeing all these different places, but learning so much about Australia. Like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't probably listen at school when I was supposed to, but I didn't know, you know, Broome was bombed. Yeah. And there was the, um, they had the Catalinas that were bombed down in, in Roebuck Bay, which you could only see on the low, low tide. That's only mm-hmm. a certain amount of times of the year. And yes, yeah, so I'd done that walk. That was with another nurse as well, actually, that was living near me. And yeah, so we went out exploring doing that. So yeah, there's, there's things you wouldn't, yeah, I suppose they're not advertised, not advertised at all the time, where you just don't know when, especially when living over the east coast. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you always say, yeah, good, you go there, make sure you do this, this, and this, and yeah. So and did you find people like your friends would come and visit you? I've had, yeah. So when I was at Gove, I had I only had, and my daughter came. And that's the thing, my daughter's got to see, um, but I guess more of Australia with, um, she came into Alice Springs when I was there and I took her out to Uluru. Mm-hmm. She also came up to go. She came up there a couple of times. And then I, she's also come to Broome. So that, that was good for her to see more of Australia, you know, yep. um, as, as well. And then I've had friends come to go and to Broome, just those sort of places. So where I've obviously stayed longer with the agency yep. things, it's um, a bit hard to. Yeah, so that's good. So um, just get to. They get to see where I am, where I'm working, and yeah, and it's deep. not many people would go to go for a because they don't know you can probably even go there. So yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. not something that's you know on yeah, top of the yeah. list. No, yeah. but it's um definitely great. That was the most one of the community best community um towns. They always had something doing. It was the whole community. So and that's where I was talking to the other day about the Gama Festival which I yep. didn't yeah and I had never heard of that before and um went to that the, the two years that I was up there and that's uh that's run by the Offa Yindi Foundation and the whole setup to that and the organization and the people that come in is is, is just magnificent so and I yeah thoroughly recommend people to go to that if they can because that was that was great as well I remember going there and um because there's like you know thousands of people there and the whole idea, because you can stay, you stay mm-hmm. the night basically, and in um, where they have all these tents, and um, so there's indigenous stay, and then people fly in to stay, and it's all the food and um, this particular night. But there's no, you know, when we go to something, it, there'll be, you know, people talking on the microphone or something, or a speaker system to say this, this, and this, and car parks and things. But here, here there was, it was, it was none of that. It was, but it was still very organized and at the night time there was a they said a a, um, a gallery opening art exhibition indigenous art exhibition and yeah as you're walking so it's dark and it's um you know the stars are out it's this open sky it was just beautiful and they just said mobile phones off and you're walking and you're walking in the dark there's no there's no seat so it's just a path and yet they asked you to sit down and it was all quiet and then when everyone was seated just just on the ground basically and then all of a sudden just 
there's no music, there's no introduction. It was just the, these lights went on, these massive spotlights, and um, the tree trunks were painted white and the art, the art was displayed on the tree trunks. And then oh, there was, wow. and straight away um, there was a couple of Indigenous ladies there that then, you know, told their story. And just that moment, I, I could always remember it because <laughs> it, was, it was just amazing that... Um, it was just very, it was spectacular. It might yeah. sound simple, but it was just, I mean, it just felt like, you know, where we were, what we were doing and just how they, how they brought that across um, and just that moment. And you, you you were intrigued, you were drawn straight away by, by just that sudden. And then they started um, with their stories with that, with the Indigenous art. And yeah, it was good. It was going to be awesome. Yeah. Wow. So, that yeah, sounds yeah. incredible. It, what was yeah, it called it again? Was. Can you tell me again? Gama Festival. Gama Festival. Gama, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, G-A-R-M-A yep. Festival, yeah, run by the Othi Indy Foundation. And yep. I think it has obviously hasn't been on for the last couple of years. Yep. And yep. Um, so the hospital would have um, stalls, like a little stall, so to speak, just to, to like, promote the hospital, I guess. And yep. and that was good because the, the whole, everyone coming together, so you had the Indigenous and the kiddies are there, so we'd be doing stuff with the kids, you know, just yep. familiarising them with, you know, things they might see at the hospital, so that's good. But also um, like schools go there for excursions and um, it's just everyone just being together in, yeah. a, in a great environment and lots of different things to go to. God, they have so much to go to. Q&A go out and, and do um, a show or whatever out there and, and there's you can do... Um, there's the bushwalks and you can do the basket weaving and there's lots of different things. It's like I said, there's lots of different activities. Yep. Yeah. Nah, I loved it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've not heard of it before. I'm, I might be completely and naive no, and be the only person no, that doesn't. No, neither had I. Neither had I. I was like, and everyone kept saying as soon as I got there, oh, you have to go to Gama Festival. And I'm like, okay, yep. <laughs> and because um, it is, you know, you know, I guess, you know, expensive to go. Yep. And they said, because we live there, um, we could get the um the the special rate because we actually lived in um Nullumbo. Yep. And yeah, so and it, even though you'd be there with the hospital, like everyone wanted to go. You just yep. wanted to go out there and um and just experience it, I guess. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So So with your experience, what would be your top tips if someone was thinking about joining the rural and remote workforce? What would be your advice? Um, if you want, yeah, I think if you want to do it, just, just take that plunge and, and just, just go, give it a try, you know, even if it's, if you've got that permanent job and, and do what I, like what I don't see, if you, I don't know if they do live without pain anymore, but, um, and I guess don't be afraid that, uh, you, I know it's hard to, you know, to get these permanent positions, but there is so much out there. So yeah, just be strong, be brave. Um, I found it's just brought out the best in me, you know, just, you know, from a professional level and a personal level. So, mm -hmm. yeah, just take the plunge. And if you, you know, ask others on the, you know, I'm happy to talk to anyone off this if they just want to have a chat about, you know, different ideas or how to do it. Um, there's lots of, like I said, there's lots of, if you want to move to a, a town, um, you know, ring, ring the, the hospital and just find out, you know, don't. Don't be afraid. Um, yeah. Whether you're going with family, you know, some people go with families or just on their own. You don't have to, you know. Like I said, I'd thoroughly recommend going for families because it's got 
very family orientated and community orientated. So you could sort of up and um, and go to there and uh, that. Yeah, it is a, definitely a good decision. But yeah, you have to. I guess you have to want to do it. I didn't think I'd be fall in love with it like I have. You yep. know, I'm, I'm almost clocking up nine years now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think just do it. You can research it and look look into it. Agency nursing, I guess, is a good way as a stepping stone. Like, but obviously, that's really if you're on, on your own. Yep. Um, but as if you're going as a family, yeah, just do it. You know, we've all spent these last two years with this pandemic. Um, you know, life's too short to just um, think of maybes or what ifs. Just yep. go and do it if you don't like it. Like, you know, because when I went to Broome, you can just drive, you know, I've now driven the lap of Australia because we're just driving to Broome and then coming back down that, um, down this, down the coast and across Nullarbor. So it's also another way to explore Australia. Yeah. 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 Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. I've um, appreciated having the chat to you. You know, you've got a wealth of experience and, so much oh, knowledge you. to share. I'm sure I'm going to have people <laughs> contacting me. What are your number? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's fine. That's what it's all about. You know, we might have all these skills and knowledge and experiences, you know, in no sense, keeping them to yourselves. I'm, I'm more than happy to, to share anything where I've been, different places. And um, like I said, everywhere you go is, is is unique. You know, we might be nursing and doing the same, same you know, yeah, but it's just every place is always different. Um, and it's what and it's what you make out of it as well you know as I said it's about listening people are so intrigued to hear my stories when I start which is great but you're also you know you want to hear be just as interested in their story as well so um yeah then meeting new people and doing different things so you know it's good heading to Mount Isa next so right okay out. yeah how long are you heading out there? there two months okay yep. so yeah I'll um Finish up this position and then head. I um, go. Out. They haven't worked. That's the beauty of agency nursing. I just pick yep. a destination um, that I haven't been before. Yeah, so which is good. So, and do you ever get to a point where you know you're a bit anxious that you don't get work, or is there plenty around? No, there is so much work, and, and even more so after this pandemic. Yeah, yep. so. It's just, yeah, keep your, you know, as nursing-wise, have those, you know, make sure your BLS, ALS, all those sort of those standard things is all definitely up to date. I always recommend Krana. Mm -hmm. you, you would have heard of Krana, yeah. Yep. They do some great courses for if you do want to go rural and remote, you can do them before starting, the REC and the MEC. Yeah. So um, and that's just good to have. Um, see, I hadn't heard of those when I started those um the rural emergency course so yeah yeah you could just you have a look on their site because they I suppose they cater to this rural remote um nursing because it's different to when you haven't got every everything at your fingertips where the bigger hospitals are so when you are rural and remote like you know when I was at, I remember when I was at Gove they had um it was a head-on so the track from Gove to Catherine is a nine-hour dirt track mm -hmm. and got the call that there was um, a head-on on that track. So you, you're thinking of the time frame. So for those people to make that call to us, they had to just get someone to drive to the, like this one section where the, they could get reception mm -hmm. to say that there's been a head-on um, and five patients were coming in. So not to mention then they've called the ambulance, the fire engine and the police from yep. this small town, but they've gone for hours 
because they're four hours down the track. Yeah. So um, not to mention the towns then out of ambulance, fire, yep. and police. So they've gone, but in the meantime, from the hospital perspective, organised because um, you know when you get that the time of arrival, pull everyone to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've then prepared teams of people, so everyone just rallies. You just ring up and go, you know, we've got this coming in, and even though the nurses weren't working, but we had um, teams. It's not like teams like in the bigger hospitals, but you know, a nurse and basically I had a nurse and a doctor to yep. see each patient as they came in. So. Yep. Um, which was great because as soon as they came in, they needed to be set, uh, seen straight away because they've already had hours, yep. five hours trying to get, to get to here. So probably even longer actually. So that's where um, I think everyone just yeah does work together. You know that that teamwork and communication is is I mean, it's put important everywhere I know. But you just don't. There's no helicopter can go there to pick them up. Sort of yep. things yeah, it's too far or it's too remote so yeah it's just yeah, a time you just wait and you be prepared and then we'll just all head down bum up as soon as um the patients arrive and so, they hit the door yeah 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 so um yeah and that's the thing that with um and like I said I had two there's two cyclones at when I was at Gove East yep. Lane, and then also one at Broome so you're a cyclone was, magnet I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the ones that brew were six weeks apart. <laughs> and uh, it's like, oh, here we go again. So, th- so even that is the organisation of, of that to move the emergency department because it wasn't cyclone proof up to where the ward was at, you know, this particular time before the cyclone. So, um, yeah, once again, everyone just, you know, rallies together and the accommodation that I think I was in wasn't cyclone proof. So, I couldn't stay there, so of course we all met in the nurses' quarters. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, it's quite um, it's just different to having everything at your fingertip, and I, I think you do just sort of learn to have more. You have more autonomy that you can do. You have to think, and you know, you don't have all those registrars and interns. I've never worked in a city hospital, so yeah. I think when I went to Alice Springs, they had registrars when I first went there, and that was the first time I'd had because Grafton didn't have registrars are in tune so um seeing all those doctors around who want to do everything you know they want to put the candles in they want to do the blood so um <laughs> and that's the difference when you do go out this rural remote you you don't have all that accessibility to everything so you do get to experience more clinical uh, more clinical stuff hands-on stuff so yeah no, that's good <laughs> yeah 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 very cool Excellent. As I say, thank you for your time. Um, And hopefully our paths will cross somewhere in the near future. Yes, we never know. I might go back out to Longreach again. You never, never know. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I'm sure between the pair of us, we move around enough. I'll see you somewhere. You will. (laughs) And thank you so much for for this. All right. Thank you. Thank you. this has sparked your interest and you'd like some more information about this episode or perhaps how to take the leap and explore rural and remote nursing you can contact me and check out my website anurseoutwear.com.au or follow me on facebook and instagram by searching for a nurse outwear remember like subscribe and share them with your friends <laughs>